Previously Recorded Podcast. All right, welcome to Previously Recorded. I am your host, RP, as always. And this episode of Previously Recorded has been brought to you by Totally Tees. If you need a shirt and you don't have one, call Totally Tees. There you go. And if you can hear that jingle, you will notice that there is a different voice this time. That's because we've replaced Shane completely. Joining me as always is Bob. Uh, how we doing, Bobby? I'm all right. Uh, yeah, just the the world's on fire, but I'm uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah. That's all I gotta say. All right, and uh, that additional voice you heard is the man who uh, is a man who has been long awaited on this podcast. He coined the phrase "recordiacs." Brian, not brother of Bob. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's an honor. Yeah, we are glad we finally uh, got this all figured out. Uh, kind of got remote recording under control. And um, yeah, so Brian is uh, broadcasting to us from the land of the Amish. Uh, Lancaster. He is, he is currently riding a horse yeah. as he looking for the best signal. He's to, wearing a big uh, hat. It looks like a, it looks like the first Thanksgiving. Through this Zoom right now. It is. Got the pitchfork in the other hand. We're ready to go. <laughs> Going downtown. Uh, so, yeah, Brian's the one that coined uh, recording acts, whether you, you love it or you hate it. I, uh, I like the proudest it. moment. Yeah, I, I, I'm on every episode and I don't like it, but I still will give you credit for coming up with it. I like it was my... late. We were at Hershey Park. We were thinking of something and that's all we got. I like that my brother is like biblical. He's Brian, brother of Bob. Like that's like how he's like on multiple occasions you referred to him as Brian, brother of Bob. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's how we do it. So this one is not brother of Bob uh, tonight. Brian, owner of horses. Yeah. Owner of horses. <laughs> there we go. Sucker. Uh, I don't know. I don't know no. what's going with that. He stuff he, there. Be, he begat whoever. Begat by um, one. Amish to another. All right. Anyway, uh, so we brought Brian on for this topic. Um, a lot of us are st- were all enjoyed the five week run that uh, the last dance was. Uh, it was. Oh wait, phenomenal- before you let me cut you off real fast before you actually get into this, and then you go back into that. I just want to say I enjoy that you said we figured out remote recording and we've been doing it for literally seven <laughs> weeks, and yep. it took us that long to get this down to actually. <laughs> <laughs> and even still, it. we haven't figured it yeah, out. Yeah, we don't know if this is going to work or not. We're still no. working on it. But, yes. Sorry. So, um, so anyway, uh, about, we all enjoyed the, the, the ride that was The Last Dance. Um, the documentary about the uh, about Michael Jordan, but also the 1998 uh, Chicago Bulls team that completed the second three-peat, coached by uh, Phil Jackson. And then we had uh, MJ Rodman and um, Scotty Pippen, baby. Scotty Pippen. So, uh, you know, Green King himself, Scotty Pippen. For me personally, that uh, that documentary opened my eyes because I was I was too young when MJ. uh, I was three or four when that happened, and um, really opened my eyes. My only exposure as a kid really was Space Jam, uh, the phenomenal film that it is. And if you didn't grow up with Space Jam, you, when it was out, obviously, uh, you didn't grow up correctly. She's seen, like, she hasn't seen some of the most 
iconic. Pi- yeah, pivot. Like yeah, I was gonna say pivotal, but like iconic children's movies. Yeah. Like, so has- how I know Audra, I married her sister, and they know nothing. Yeah, they didn't they- watch the Little Rascals. Sandlot. Sandlot. Yes. The list goes on. They didn't watch. Uh, but apparently, the they Arnold. watched Temple of Doom, and they loved it. Yeah, they loved that, and but they were allowed to watch that, but not Rats. I don't get Rats, it. That's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, it's the Amish man. They work in mysterious ways, yeah. but um, yeah, the, the, this documentary was. God damn it! Their chocolate's not good, though. They do have really good chocolate. <laughs> that's all we got. Um, this documentary was awesome. Uh, gave us a, a look into some things we possibly. Some of us maybe didn't know about. Uh, it gave us a new exposure to the Chicago Bulls team. Um, I don't know if you guys want to share any of your thoughts on on what you liked most about the Last Dance. Like, what was so? I was gonna. Um, I was gonna say like, what was your like either like that was awesome moment or like the holy shit I didn't know that that ever happened moment. Yeah, uh, do you, Brian? Do you want to start that off? Well, hot take alert. I used to hate Dennis Rodman when. I remember watching this team, and he's an idol now. I really like, enjoyed him. Uh, the whole Carmen Electra thing where he just randomly disappear and yeah. show up, and he could go away from the game and uh, go to Vegas and go party and come back the next couple of days and practice. That was pretty dope. The fact that he came back in like the best in shape at that practice. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was absolutely impressive. Uh, yeah. So Dennis Robin was uh, pretty awesome, but he's also fucking crazy. I liked Robin as a kid, but I think I, it was a situation where, like, I didn't understand the game enough, so it's not that I liked him because he was an absolute just, like, beast and, like, like rebound machine. I liked him because his hair was different colors, I think. And he was an asshole. But I don't even think I was, like, I don't even think I realized that at that point. I just was like, oh, that dude's hair's green. That guy's cool. That's sweet. And then as I got, like, a little bit older, then he wore, like, the wedding dress with Carmen Electra, and then I realized, yeah. I was, oh, this dude's, like, batshit crazy. And that was a lot of fun for everybody. I I loved his physicality. Like he didn't give a fuck. Like he would go up and get that ball, and that's the one thing um, that I really wish still existed. I mean, some of it is like in like crazy physical to the point where you know people were getting injured. You know, they fucking roughed the shit out of MJ. Oh, we can swear on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, of course, man. It's encouraged. Uh, uh, I kind of miss like that we don't get that style of NBA anymore. We have a foul-heavy, um, so you know, that, soft league. We got the, the flops, like all that LeBron shit. LeBron James. So there's a Dennis Rodman. Since this is where we're going to end up, I'll just bust it out now. There's a Dennis Rodman documentary that a friend of mine actually had watched before The, the Last Dance came out. And he said, like, the Rodman episode, I think it was, like, episode three, didn't even do like the crazy shit that he went through or that like he to growing up didn't even do it any kind of like justification like he got kicked yes. out by his parents apparently he like lived with like a family just like a, a random family he just like befriended and lived with them and would like hang out and like stick up for like the little kid and he was like a 22 year old kid playing college basketball or however old he was and he was like sticking up for some eight-year-old white kid and he was just living in, in their house and it was just like a it was a very it's, he's a he's a very strange man, to say the least. I could watch him for days. Uh, he uh, the fact that he was banging Carmen Electra was very surprising. How about the fact like that, that she's just as hot now as she was then? Oh uh, yeah, she's smoking hot. 
Like that scene where like she's hiding behind the bed when they came in to check in. Yeah, it was great. And MJ was like, I'm not going to say who it was. And then they, the next scene's Carmen Electra. And she's like, it was me. I was on the bed. <laughs> um, she's still smoking hot. Dig uh, old biddies. Gotta love it. Um, so one of the things, like my oh shit moments uh, about it was, besides how smoking hot Carmen Electra still is, um, was the flu game. But the uh, good poisoning game, which is actually the food yeah. poisoning game. That shit was crazy to me. And uh, it's just like he still played that game. He played his hard out. He came out. He, he still was MJ. And I, f- I feel like we don't get players like that anymore um, unless I'm looking over somebody. Uh, but a lot of it is, you know, uh, I can't play. I got cramps. So, you know, Scotty Pippen's back tight, like soreness was that dude could barely move, but he was still out there hustling the court. Um, yeah, but then and, you have the migraine game too, which I don't blame Scotty Pippen for. But like, I feel like Scotty got a bad rap in the documentary. I feel like he did. Uh, they didn't do enough justice. Like they didn't cover him enough. Yeah, he whitened the shit out of his teeth though. Yeah, <laughs> saw how they were. It was like any time they talked about Scotty, it was not any time, but most of the time they were talking about Scotty. It almost seemed like it was in a negative. Like they didn't. The one episode, I think it was like the second episode, was Scotty Pippen episode. Michael Jordan was like, "There is no Michael Jordan without Scotty Pippen." And then every episode after that, it was like Scotty shouldn't have held out on his contract. Scotty had a migraine. Scotty had back tightness. Yeah, but they did do him. I feel like they, you know, MJ was like, they cut, they they emphasized how how much pain he was in for that part of the. No, yeah, I think that that it was better know, than the migraine yeah. one at least. Um, what about you, Bob? What was your oh shit moment or uh, thing you didn't the, know? The, the end of, I guess it was episode eight, either episode seven or episode eight, uh, which was like the speech where he was like, people are going to look at this and think I'm a tyrant. Uh, but like, that's you when you never want anything. Like the second he said, that's you and you never want anything. I was like, this guy is a fucking man. <laughs> like, I get that. I, I understand that. Like people are going to say like, oh yeah, he worked them too hard. He did too much. But it's like, what does it take to be an NBA champion? Like I don't yeah. know what that is. I've never been an NBA champion. He knew. He knew three to- five times over at that point. He was a guy that expected the best yeah. out of everybody I- every second because that's what he did. And mm-hmm. as a leader, you can hate that he was a dick. Like Probably if I played with him, I'd be like, wow, this guy was such an asshole. But at the end of the day, when you look back, you're like, oh, my God, Like thank God. He pushed us to where we were. Where the- He's, you know, that, that drive, that, that, that leadership – Helped us to get, you know, six championships. Um, but yeah, for, and, for me, it's like, as someone who's played sports and coached sports, like, holding people accountable, I feel like, huge. isn't, doesn't happen as often anymore. Yeah. So that, and, and granted, he held them accountable to, like, the thousandth power. But I forget who that guy was, too, that he, like, just wrote his, oh, the, the dude, sixth year, the dude, he just wrote his ass. Burl? Was it something yeah. like Burrell? Steve Burrell. Steve Burrell, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You for the yeah, from UConn. The uh, the guy that was uh, superstitious. Scotty Burrell. Scotty Burrell. Scotty Burrell. Because they were like, um, the one guy was like, I don't, you know, so and so end up losing after like this statistic in the final, and MJ was like, you're not allowed anywhere near him. That moment, play. and then just the idea of a, a Steve Kerr Michael Jordan like fight. Love it, man. I'd pay. I'd pay good money to watch that matchup. The thing that was crazy to me was what happened to both their dads. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that Steve Kerr story whatsoever. 
Like I, I didn't no know idea. either. And then the I way the way uh, that the guy who did the documentary like kind of constructed that episode was just really well done because it's like they start with the Steve Kerr thing and they kind of back off from the Steve Kerr thing and they go into the history they talk about his dad and then it happens to be the game where Steve Kerr is the one who who makes the final shot because Jordan has the faith in him like he had in Paxson and like the I think it was the first time they won a championship where he was Paxson was hitting all the threes like that episode was a, a well told story. Yeah, I um, I had a newfound respect for Steve Kerr because, you know, this isn't the team that I grew up on. I was barely alive for this. So I didn't know, you know, I, I know him as the coach of Golden State. I don't really know anything else about him. Yeah, so. I knew he played. Uh, I knew he played for the Bulls and the Spurs. Like, I knew. But, again, I wasn't a huge basketball guy back then. So, like, I knew Jordan, Pippen, and Rock. But, like, I didn't know the all the bulls and then I knew he won with, with Duncan and, and David Robinson and shit like that. But yeah. I, 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 I don't, I couldn't tell you a memory of Steve Kerr playing basketball. He was just like a name on a team. Yeah. I didn't think he was any good. So, uh, this, this documentary was for sports fans, pretty, pretty great during this COVID time because we had nothing else. Uh, it was something that everybody that loves sports was most likely watching. And it kind of gave, uh, us, but more so Bob, the idea for a topic of uh, what other type of events in, in sports or, or things that happen in sports deserve this type of uh, treatment for a doctor. Not even deserve, but like, would you want to see? Yeah. Like, 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 I know one of mine absolutely doesn't deserve it, but like, I'd be interested. I would watch it for sure. Uh, well, you know, uh, as you can tell, we're missing uh, our, our one of our co-hosts, uh, Shane, you know, a lot, going time. On. a lot going on at the Senate. A lot going on at the Senate. Crazy time. Uh, he wanted to see something like this groundbreaking, this deep dive into Olympic ping pong. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he didn't specify which year or which country. Just Olympic maybe the maybe the pong. the formation. Maybe uh, ping pong becoming an Olympic sport. So in order to become an Olympic sport, you need to be played in four uh, on four of the seven continents. How does Tom Hanks special guest in that as uh, as Forrest Gump? Gump? I think he'd have to. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be riding America team, Team America. Yeah, him versus the Chinese at that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, basically it was just and and granted. We haven't seen every sports documentary, and there's a thousand thirty for thirties, and some of the things that we're going to talk about today might be sports documentaries already, and we're just idiots. So like, I was just going to say that there's, so yeah. I, there's a hundred percent that at least one of the things we say uh, already exists. Yeah, so feel f- like don't. I mean, all of our six listeners just don't blow up on us, but if you do <laughs> know that it's a documentary, comment and let us know because I'll watch it because I have nothing better I won't to do. Watch it. So. Um, but yeah, so basically, it's just like, what would you want to see a documentary about? Like, not, I like apparently they're doing the Tom Brady one now, like a, a long Tom Brady one. I don't need like a ten part series, but I'd like to see like two, like two to four hours on some of these different events. Uh yeah, even just you know, strictly his early years and with Belichick. Um, I would love to see. I don't know that I, I want to see the Brady one yet. I would like to see the Brady one after he's done playing. I completely I, agree. I That's why it, when they said that, I yeah. was like weird that they they chose. Now I get it. He, in comparison with championships, he's right up there with MJ with with most. But I think I would rather see you know 
sadly we lost Kobe Bryant this year. I think I'd like to see an in-depth look at his career. That's going to um, happen at some point. I can I, I know that for sure. And I'm just surprised that they, I mean, unless they were already in the works with this, because this MJ documentary was definitely not thrown together uh, quick. No. This so thing. Do you know the backstory for the MJ one? Uh, I do not. So the the guy. So Adam Silver, who's the NBA commissioner now. Mm-hmm was in charge of, like, public relations, like, media stuff for the NBA at that time. So he gets permission from the Bulls to film that entire season, like, the last dance season. And all that tape, it's like 500 hours of tape or something like that, was just sitting for the last... That's crazy. 27 years, or 23 years. And the part of the deal was that Adam Silver... And Michael Jordan both had to approve the use of the film for a documentary. So, like, people would had had been pitching this for, to Jordan for years and years and years, and he would just be like, "No, nah, I don't want to do it. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want it happening yet. I don't want it to come out. I don't want it to come out." So then, apparently, um, after LeBron, I don't know that it was directly like correlated, but after LeBron won the championship with Cleveland. The, the guy who ends up directing this documentary, who also directed a documentary on Iverson. Uh, they like snuck him into a meeting with Jordan and the meeting was about something entirely different. And Jordan was basically like, who's this guy? And they're like, Oh, he wants to do. And so he's, he found out he's like, Oh, you're the guy that did the Iverson documentary. He liked him. And then he gave this dude permission to make the documentary. Oh, that's cool. So the film had been around forever. Uh, it's just a matter of getting the permission from Jordan to make it, which is kind of what, which is why I think Scotty Pippen gets kind of the, the shit under the stick at, at times because Jordan had a say in the cut that got put Fair out enough. there. Um. Okay. So yeah, but back to the Brady. Like, I feel like this needs to come out when you're done playing because it's kind of weird to still be playing and something to this level of, um, you know, maybe when Brady's comes out, it's not going to be as publicized because we will have sports um, and things, other things on. But this was big, like, the last dance I've been waiting for since I think, like, September or October, they, like, teased it. Okay. Like, I, I'd seen trailers and commercials for this. See, I was unaware of it. Um, you know, I was ignorant to it, but. Like, yeah, I'd seen stuff before Kobe died. Cause, and Kobe was, like, Hyped up in the in the trailer, oh, the shit. fact that he was going to talk about it. I don't remember hearing anything. But yeah, I, I don't remember where I saw it, but I mean, probably just from watching sports constantly. I think the first been... time I saw it was like the whole Corona thing started, and they said they're going to release it early. I think it might have been at the ESPYS. I don't even know what the hell this year. is, but yeah. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Sounds good. Might have been like the ESPYS last year. Like it was, it was a while ago because I remember thinking that looks awesome, and it wasn't supposed to come out till June, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's the worst. Like, having to wait. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, like this thing, this this um, this Jordan documentary was worldwide. It was on outside the U.S. It was on Netflix, and it was mm-hmm. in the top tens all over in basically every country. Um, What's well, Jordan now? So like Brady, yeah, yeah, if you're Brady right now, do you? I mean, you got to be cocky though to do it. But they they the Bulls gave permission to film everything that season, but behind the scenes stuff like that. Do you yeah. give a camera crew, or you try to get a camera crew to give to, to film the bu- the Bucks this year? I don't think Arians would allow it, though. He's kind of like I would like to see 
it come out after this year, like after his first year with the Bucks, and maybe do some comparison, like drawback to. But that's what I'm uh, saying. Like Belichick, so. if he does yeah. film this year, and then the Bucks go fucking four and twelve, it's like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it's, it's cocky it's, to be like, yeah, come in and film all this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the Brady one's kind of early, as we said, but other players that, you know, have recently retired that I think, and recently I mean within the last maybe 10 years, um, that I would like to see a documentary on would definitely be, we're talking about kind of the same level as Peyton Manning. I, I think, think that would be a good four-part, three-part, you know, the, the entire Manning family. I was going to say, I would do like a six, like a long, a longer Maybe like six, eight hours, but on the Mannings. Yeah. As yeah, that a whole, would be like the family. Man. Like start with Archie and then go, like, or like start with Eli. I mean, Eli kind of, the way Eli went out isn't good for this. I want the, I want a, uh, I want an entire episode dedicated to the brother that did not play in the NFL. Cooper's my favorite He's Manning. supposed to be way better than all He's, yeah, he's right? the best football player, apparently. Mm-hmm. What happened to him? He had a back injury in high school. Oh fuck! I just thought he was a, nah. a receiver too, right? Yeah, or like skill. He guy. was he was supposed to be the best football player out of the brothers, and either he had a back injury or he had like a disease that like affected his spine. I forget exactly what it is, but he couldn't play. Yeah, and he had to like he was supposed to go to Ole Miss too, I think, which is where uh, Eli went, and he had to like withdraw. About that, that would yeah, that would be super cool because you get you get the the football family exactly like they're they are the, uh, like the the, the their football royalty of the United States like they are the family. It's like them and the Watts. <laughs> yeah. PJ, Derek, For the record, PJ. that that Watt Subway commercial makes me laugh every time. Fantastic commercial. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that, RJ? Yeah, I have not seen uh, the uh, commercial. It's like a turkey for TJ. <laughs> Yeah, uh, ham uh, for JJ, and then JJ's like, ah, uh, ham for TJ, turkey, <laughs> and then they're like, turkey for JJ, and she, the mom's like, that's why I named your brother Derek. <laughs> um, what about okay? So I'll give this this time now to see for Homer, um, Homer documentaries for players that are near and dear to your heart, uh, that are not just people you admire, but people that you, you know, you love. Uh, from your favorite team, or in, from like a a, te- a specific team. I was gonna say like individuals. That, uh, well, did you watch the Roy Halladay E sixty? I did not. I didn't know that came out yet. Did it came out trailer? last. Well, I at the time of recording, it was last Friday. They aired it. It was only an hour. It was all was right. Um, I like it, it was good, and it talked about like his mental health and how he kind of suffered, which is nice to like kind of get out there. But at the end, it almost seemed like they were kind of accusing the wife. Of like not being aware enough to stop him from flying that day, which I did not like at all. Like I felt like it was kind of like, no, some people could just be, but know, it, not, not realize it. It or, was like in an interview, like face to face. He was like, uh, and th- he showed no signs of anything that day. And she was like, no, like I I know what it looked like. I just felt like, I was like, dude, lay off. That's messed up. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. So like I didn't like that part, but overall for an hour it was fine. Um, uh, is there, like, I would like to see, so the, the tooth besides from, uh, you know, obviously we could spend a little bit of time talking on this, but I think it goes for all of us. The 2008, uh, Phillies world series team would be a great, uh, yeah. Brian see that star? <laughs> 08 and 09 back to back years. I mean, um, the 09 was, 
But still, it's a World Series. Back back. I'd like a legitimate, like, you know how they, they made the one about the 08 team, whatever that yeah, was called. When you bought the, uh, like, when you bought, like, the World Series DVD, like that. Yeah, but, like, I want, like, like a, a I, w- I want an objective one. Like, that was a Philly-produced product, so it was very biased mm-hmm. on the team. Like, I want one from, like, outside looking in. Like, this is what the team was able to accomplish, and... I was thinking because, like, when you said Homer, like an individual that I would want. There's no, there's no one in, interesting enough to carry a documentary by themselves on that team, with the exception of maybe Jimmy Rollins. Like Chase Utley off the field and even on the field, he just hustles. Like it's just going to be him breathing yeah. heavy. Like he's not. He's not like. A, <laughs> um. Pat Burrell maybe has some exploits, but like. Brett Myers yeah. has a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got some Moore taking his naps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, yeah. I don't know that there's an uh, individual. Joe Bland, man, Joe Bland. Yeah. Easily. Can, I mean, can carry that down. I think Carlos Ruiz would be a lot of fun, but I'd need subtitles. I like fruit beers. <laughs> there's a, during the, when they used to, like, do those things during the game, um, like, one of the questions was, like, ask the Phillies, and it was, uh, what's your favorite cereal? And his was, <laughs> he used to say he used to do a commercial during Phillies games for the uh, Lincoln MKX, and it yeah, was, I remember it that. It was a wonderful. It was just, I it just felt like cruelty to have them just. If you're not in the city of Philadelphia, he is the one. Of, Carlos Ruiz is one of the most underrated players, I think. Like, but catch, it, at least catchers, I'm all right with that because for us, he's like a a local he's a hero. hero. Yeah, like every if you say Chooch, everyone knows who you're talking about. Choo, choo, choo. And I like having that. I like having those guys in Philly. It's our, it's our guy. Yeah. Um. But wh- I, I brought this up because I feel like a good documentary would be to uh, take. Uh, I think it was eleven when they had the five. Uh, they had mm-hmm. uh, Cliff Lee, Roy Holiday, Roy Oswalt, Cole Hamels, and Joe Blanton, mm-hmm. uh, and compare that to another uh, rotation of that caliber of a year and maybe go into like a deep dive of a comparison of maybe um, it doesn't have to be a full length thing, but maybe like a two episode or an episode thing of, you know, uh, with this caliber thing, like where they could have been or, or maybe not even get where they to probably one, should but, have been. Cause they lost yeah. in the divisional round that year. Didn't they? Yeah. yeah Cause their offense was shit. Their deep, the, the pitching was, was great. Um, and the, one of the teams of what could have the been fucking Giants. Maybe, Fuck the Giants. They lost a lot of games like two to one yeah. or like low, really low scoring games. If I remember, they were incredibly low. But teams like uh, maybe like a, a series of teams that like could have been like the yeah. sixteen and zero Patriots, where they were one step away from um, being perfect. And but David Tyree had that large chunk of gum on his his helmet to help catch that football. And uh, Mayor Manningham had a similar catch again, though. The, yeah, Eagles dream, the Eagles Dream Team. Hmm. Too soon? Too what, soon. An, what an awful documentary that would be. <laughs> Local, you know what uh, I want to document? If we're going to go, stick with Phillies for a second, though, I would watch a documentary, and it could be 15 minutes for all I care, about all of the fan or all of the player fan clubs that have existed. Oh, my God, dude. They were the best. Like, like <laughs> the Wolfpack, Sal's Pals. Uh, I went to the one game and it was Flash when Flash Gordon played for the Phillies. It was Flash's friends and everybody was dressed up like a superhero. The one dude was <laughs> just like see, uh, Quail Man, like perfect Quail Man, which was hilarious. Quail Man? Yeah. Shout out to Doug. Yeah. Um, did you say Sales Pals? Yeah, Sales Pals. Dude, great. 
uh, Coles Miners, like, just go through, and, like, you do the, like, you talk to the people who, like, did the, the groups, like, the fans, but then you talk to, like, the players, because, like, I remember South Asana the one time ordered, like, five pizzas and Pizza set it up to that them, section. Yeah. Like, they knew they were up there, and in baseball, like, you know what's going on in the stands sometimes, because there's a lot of downtime. Yeah, so, uh, other things that, like, that would be cool to see, but great commentary, uh, like, duos. Maybe, like, a a special on that. Like, that would be cool. It won't um, happen until he dies, but I'll I'll watch an Al Michaels documentary. I like Al Michaels. People all day long. Kind of shit on Al Michaels a little bit. And I. Al I Michaels and Bob him. Costas have seen so much shit. Mm hmm. I love Bob Costas and the MJ thing, man. He was great. So, like, um, the two of them, if they make a documentary on either of them, then I'll, I'll be all for that. Just because, like, Al Michaels. You figure Al Michaels is like green behind the ears still, and he's calling Miracle on Ice. Yep. And then how many Super Bowls does he call? And how many Olympics does he call? And how many? You know what I mean? Like that dude is just seeing so much. And they, he's called Olympic ping pong. I, mean, I hope <laughs> I hope he has, but unfortunately, they probably won't focus on him until he dies. I'd much rather get him now, where he's telling the stories. And I feel like that was a compelling part of uh, the MJ doc was that he was there to comment on everything. Exactly. Like, this is what his perspective on things were. Cause Ryan, then you what do, about you? I'm sorry. I was just saying, you do Al Michaels and, like, his outside perspective and then, like, the players. And so, yeah. it's like, Miracle on Ice and then this and then this and then this. And, like, because he's got the iconic calls and, like, you have them listen to his calls and, like, yeah, and, like, what they were thinking, what was going, what happened with them on the, on the, ice or on the field or whatever. I think that would be a lot of fun. Brian, uh, any... Uh, touch on the, the commentary one, Merrill Reese and uh, Harry Callis would be a fun one. You can't leave a Phillies game without hearing high hopes. Yeah. You know? um, um, but my homer one would probably be the 2004-2005 uh, Eagles, just because all the drama that went in the locker room, Donovan McNabb, T.O., Jeremiah Trotter... Um, Hugh Douglas, just to hear what happened behind closed doors, because everybody has T.O. McNabb to this day keep going back and forth what actually happened. It'd be cool to see actually what happened, the puke game and stuff like that. Well, McNabb's a drunk, so... Uh, but the I rest of that team is... The camera. Only like two DUIs. Yeah. Is that... <laughs> in two different, drunk? I think it's in two different states, too. So he's he's traveling. He, he, lo he relocates. But... uh. A lot of the guys on that team are really well-spoken, too, so I think that would be a good one. Like, Jeremiah Trotter is a very well-spoken person. So, like, I think, that, I think he would do a good job of, like, really getting down to, like, he, I think he would do a good job of explaining for us who have never been inside an NFL locker room, like, what that was really like for a person. Hugh Douglas is the same way. I mean, Hollis Thomas, was he still, was he on that team, or did he come later? Uh, I don't know. I feel he's, like he was on that team. I don't. He didn't. He wasn't like a starter. I know that for sure. He was young, but like he's been on the radio forever. Like he, he's very well spoken as well. So I think that that the the people that they had on that team could probably tell a very good story. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And you don't even center it around Brian Dawkins. Like, yeah, B Doc Westbrook. Sure. Yeah, Westbrook for sure. Um, some so outside of of. of homers and kind of pivoting from I have that. one more homer one if you want before oh, you pivot. Yeah, go go for it, man. The 2010 Flyers, they're the ones that went to the Stanley Cup Finals. I don't care about the fact that they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. That team they, was those awesome. dudes, 
those dudes loved coke and i just want <laughs> like I, i'm more about like what the fuck was going on behind the scenes with that team uh, they were always fired up man are you trying to say scotty hartnell was on coke scotty hartnell uh fun scotty hartnell story my ex-girlfriend met scotty hartnell at a bar and uh, he gave her his number, like, immediately. And this is while he was dating Sheena Parveen, who was, like, the uh, hottest weather girl to hit Philly at that point. I love Miss Sheena. And then he would randomly hit up my ex-girlfriend. Uh, I wasn't dating her at that time, but we knew each other. So, like, this is when Hartnell was still here. He would, like, randomly hit her up to be like, hey, come down to the game and stuff like that. Which just tells you, like... I'm not saying he's on coke, but professional athletes are just dogs. Like, if you don't know that already, and you let, you want to think that they're just really, like, really morally sound human beings, it's false. It's just well, not my, true. A friend of mine told me a story about <laughs> Chase Utley, and he, he was banging this chick and was just like, stop mid-bang. And was just like, you realize you're fucking Chase Utley, right? You've said that story a ton, and uh-huh. I believe it, but I, I don't either. Because it's Chase Utley, not Scott Hartnell. Sure. <laughs> like, like, it's like that guy. That guy. Like everything I just said to the fans. Like, hey, don't you need to understand? All these people are immoral. Like I know I used to sit by the bullpen at the Phillies games, and Ryan Madsen would write his phone number on baseballs and toss them up to girls. But yeah, baseball uh, players on another level of chill. But though, Chase you know? Ut- Chase Utley would never do that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> somebody that I think. Uh, would, would be fucking awesome, uh, especially because he did have a little bit of a public downfall. It wasn't horrible. Uh, Michael Phelps. I put he, I wrote Phelps down too, actually. Because, uh, you know, he's the, the person to win the most gold medals ever. Uh, I feel like that would be an incredibly interesting story to just see how he was raised and, and why he, he got into swimming. And uh, some of us know this story just from from listening to the hundreds of hours of coverage from the Olympics where they just only talk about Michael Phelps. I mean, but the man yeah. raced a shark, even though it wasn't really. Like I, but I want to hear his side of it. Yeah. Cause he's like, he's like Jordan. Like you have to be wired differently to just yeah. be that committed to doing that all the time for that long. Cause you got to yeah. figure Phelps swam in what four different Olympics. And then the last one, he didn't even want to go, like, really. Like, he hung it up. And they were like, no, like, we want you to come back. And he was just, about the Olympics, like, uh, all right, I'll go. I'll go and do it. He suffers from, like, mental illness, which I think is a good, or, like, yeah, mental illness. Like, he he has issues with with mental illness. So, like, I think that that would be a good story to hear his side of it. Like, I, I do, like. I wrote Phelps down, and when I when I thought of Phelps, I was like, I want this. Like, that was the one. Like, Flyers is, like, guilty. I think it would be funny. Uh, I have another one that I'd really... The Manning's one I would like, but Phelps is, like, I would watch this. And I know I would. And I'm not watching another documentary about a swimmer. Yeah. That's the thing about Phelps. Like, I'll watch Jordan. If they do a Kobe one, I'll watch a Kobe one. If they do a LeBron one, I'll probably watch a LeBron one. Yeah, for sure. You give me a Ryan uh, Lockie documentary, I'm like, eh, fuck it. Fuck what the hell happened at that... Gas station. I want to know that. <laughs> I want the videos. I want to see all that shit. The entire episode dedicated to just that. Just that. Just one episode. Just what happened. And- but when his his fall from in the public really was kind of nothing. Like he got he smoked pot like 
The dude won fucking three Olympic medals. Like who? Lochte? He went no, 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 not three Olympic medals. He played. He competed in three Olympic Phelps. That's what happened. Oh, but that it was just a different time period. But he's a Ravens fan. Are you okay with that, RP? But he's an American hero. He's they, a Ravens like, they say never meet your heroes. You know? <laughs> but like, what? What? I forget when that came out. Was it like 2009 or two thousand ten? Yeah. It was after the 08 Olympics. Like the Beijing Olympics were the big Olympics. But like, and then pot was such so like scandalous back then. But That's now, true. like, it did today. I think it would be completely different. Didn't they just approve that you can smoke pot in the NFL? Or in one of the major sports, you can, like, it's not going to be, I like, think it's not going to be tested for yet, because we were, I remember joking around saying how Josh Gordon like is, like, so, so fucking pissed right and now it's, because it's, of it. It's legal in a lot of states, like, for, the, he was just a, you're going to tell me that all these athletes don't smoke pot? Yeah. Some of them are health freaks that don't smoke anything. And, I, and that's true, drink. but some of them, so, like... Like, we drink to probably unwind, I would assume. Like, the three of us would drink to unwind. They can't drink because it's, like, poisoning their bodies. So they smoke so that they can... Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I get both sides of it. Yeah, if if you're a professional athlete and you're smoking pot, like, you could be... uh, Who cares? Like, you could be doing so much worse shit. Yeah, I mean, Jordan... There's... There's guys beating their their girlfriends and wives yeah. and still playing in the NFL. Jordan so. was drinking Miller Lights and smoking four cigars a day the last fucking <laughs> that last season. Um, yeah, so that's something that I think would be really awesome uh, to watch. Also, um, I think it would be cool be uh, to see the like the Barry Bond story and how that. So many people have different views on Barry Bonds as a player, as uh, this home run, uh, you know, steroids thing. Because um, his head grew like a fuck to it, the size of a fucking watermelon um, over I, the course of his. I think I would like to see that in the exact way that you just described it. <laughs> like, like I would just the head grew. <laughs> no, not that part. I want to see Barry Bonds. And, like, you go through his career, right? And so, like, pivotal moments in his career. And then at each of those moments, you talk to Barry about it. And then you talk to a teammate about it. But then you talk to, like, an outsider about it. You know what I mean? And you kind of just, like, hack all that together. Because, like, Barry's going to be like, yeah, I worked out that summer. And somebody else is going to be like, yeah, I saw him do this. And then somebody else is going to be like, his head is... Like, the the equipment manager is going to be like, I had to buy a new helmet. Yeah, <laughs> like his helmet from the previous season didn't fit anymore. Uh, Brian, what's your take on Barry Bonds? I think you, I guess I see you cheated. That motherfucker used steroids. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to a Phillies game and we're throwing syringes at you, it's not usually a good sign. <laughs> we usually just stick to batteries and yeah, stuff. Nobody so fucking, you know what? As crazy as that is, nobody talks about that, but everybody talks about the fucking batteries. Yep, not the syringes that actually could have stabbed the motherfucker, but <laughs> hey, let's stick to the battery story. Yeah, dude. Well, batteries are dangerous. Plus, they yeah. could have been used for, like, my Xbox controllers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Xbox, an official sponsor, previously recorded. Oh, uh, can we get that? Can we, Xbox? Yeah. I'm us, trying, man. Let I'm us trying. know. Let us know, baby. All right, uh, Brian, what about uh, any other big moments or iconic players or, t- or teams that you'd love to see? Got a couple. So, Not all, s- baby. S- sit down, relax, <laughs> buckle your seatbelts. Um, the like, Astros. 
Oh, dude, that's yeah. that's prior. It's coming. That's coming. Yeah, it's definitely gonna happen. But when's it gonna happen? I it's remember fun. watching this team, the Astros team, being like, "Man, all they had to do was switch leagues to be good, and then add like a bunch of players, obviously." But uh, I do still think they're a really good team. They are. Did they cheat? They were. Did they but cheat one hundred percent? But like they did are they a really good team. Did they have to? That was the question. I think they. Still could have won the World Series without it, but I remember when all that shit came out. Like that was crazy, and nobody cares about the first one because they beat the Yankees to get there. Yeah, um, that's fine. Nobody gives a fuck about that. That's a, they, so. Yeah, I think that. Well, I was just gonna say though. I think they do. I think they win the World Series. I don't think they win the. I don't think they beat the Yankees though. And so yeah, I'm perfectly fine with them beating the Yankees. They, I, you can cheat your way past the Yankees all, every year for all I care. As, <laughs> if they could, if they never win another World Series in my lifetime, I'm happy. What else you got, Brian? I got you touched on the Kobe just to say uh, that'd be fun to watch. Five, what he had five championships. Phil Jackson, we wouldn't even have to change half the cast. Yeah, Phil Jackson could stay on it. I'm what down a for a Phil, I'm down for a Phil Jackson one. That dude's got I think I think he's got thirteen total <laughs> NBA championships. That's wild. I think he had two with the Knicks, six with the Bulls, five with the Lakers. Greatest professional coach of all time, right? Easily, uh, yeah. I mean, Pat Riley. You say I mean, NBA or in general? In general. I mean, the only other person I could see rival him, Belichick. It's hard. And, yeah, I mean, it's harder to do in football. I think Jimmy Johnson was really good too. Jimmy uh, Johnson was three in a row, though. I, I mean, Pop. Pop's got to be. Yeah, I would say I'd say it's it's Pop or Pat Riley. Nick Saban too. I mean, college is different. College is different because then you got John Wooden. With UCLA yeah. basketball, like that's a whole. I'm not even going to get into that. Professionally, I'd say it's probably Phil Jackson. Yeah, but there's, a, I'm sure there's arguments there because, based on the last dance, it seemed like Jordan coached that team half the season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else you got, bud? I have uh, the UConn women would be kind of fun. Uh, they won. I was 13, just going to mention that 13, 14, 15, 16, and then they won some before that. But yeah, when we they were a dynasty. Yeah, absolutely. When Bob was talking about uh, the the college basketball, the, the UNC program, I was just like that, that dinged in my head. I was like, "Yeah, the UConn women's team is, un- is unbelievable." Is it, I uh, have nothing else to add other than they're unbelievable. Especially during this Corona time, we have nothing else to watch. I think that'd be like, piqued my interest just a little bit. Isn't Gino a local dude too? He but might be. Ariama, I think he's from local to you, not to me though. No, I. I <laughs> Local enough. Hold on. He's from West. He went to Westchester. That's local, though. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. He's not. I don't think he's Philly legit. Like he's from Norristown, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that works. But as far as like you're coaching the best college program in the country, and you're from the southeast Pennsylvania area, he's local enough for us. Yeah, I agree with that. I uh, my my. Maya Moore was on that that team too, right? For a couple of those years. Yeah, she was on there. I think I'd at be, least I'd be a three or four. What else you got, Brian? Uh, the Florida Gators, just in general. All the <laughs> you have a, a Catholic or a Christian like on team? one, and then a murderer on the other. I mean, yeah, that that team that that right. You got a you got a racist in Riley Cooper. <laughs> Give me a, uh, and then you got the pounces too. Yeah, I don't think they're making that one right now. I want to. I want a serial podcast out of that. Yeah. Just think of like the the Catholicus burst of convicts. If you guys watch that, when that was on, yeah. that was pretty good. But I mean, we didn't that. even have we didn't even have half the stuff that we know now with 
Um, Hernandez, I don't think when that came out. Now, do you, um, do you never seen Catholics versus convicts, RP? So Catholics versus convicts is the Miami Hurricanes team when they got good under Jimmy Johnson, and it was just like they were. I mean, they were viewed as like this. Like like gang members almost, but it was like they were good players. It was it, it was just really it was. I think Edrin Michael James. Irving and stuff I was gonna like say Edrin James. Team. I think was on. Was it that far long ago? Oh yeah, I guess it, it was went, late nineties. But like, yeah. so there's still a, a a feud. So it was them versus Notre Dame. So it was uh, Catholics versus convicts for okay, and okay. then so there's yeah. still a feud between the two. But like they were, it was a good team. Like at the end of the day, they were, and but they the, the difference was they were cocky, like that Miami team, and that they were cotton, but that was their swag. Like that's how they did things. It's like the turnover chain they have now. Yeah, you don't like it, but if you, it's, I hate Cam Newton, but like if you don't want to see him do the, the thing, don't let Stop him in the end zone. Yeah, 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 it's true. Well, I don't think anybody's gonna see him. Anywhere near an end zone anytime soon. Uh, I think he's going to end up on a team somewhere. One injury away from being yeah. a starting quarterback again. Him and Jameis Winston will be James leading James. a team somewhere. Well, he just got LASIK, so he should be all right. I saw that. So now he can, <laughs> he can actually see the receivers. Yeah, so. now he can check the prices on the crab legs. <laughs> Besides that, just the Eagles Super Bowl run because I'm a biased, shitty Philly fan. Well, but I mean, that's all I got. Any team would in their first Super Bowl after so many years could. I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting, compelling, you know, I mean, hour the parade, and a half story. The parade could be maybe three or four episodes. <laughs> yeah. All the stuff that happened there. Seriously. I was thinking, because in, in a little. In a, soon we're going to do the. Uh, we're in Philly, like uh, Mount Rushmore. And I was trying yeah. to do one from each team. And I was trying to think of, like. Eagles and and a couple parade moments popped up in my head for the Eagles, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the one I'd like to see is Jeter off the field though. Like Ooh. Jeter's like ugly, like he's a boring guy. I think I respect yeah, the shit out of him. Normal. He's one of those players that like he's just normal. I fucking off hated the... him my entire life because he was so good, mm-hmm. but like I respect the shit out of Derek Jeter. No, I, you don't the, hear anything bad. You don't hear yeah. anything bad about him. Have you ever? I mean, seen, Mark Wahlberg shot him. I was just, and the other yeah. guys, but have, you, have you ever seen the Derek Jeter like herpes chain? Yeah, I didn't know. I have. So like, I'll send it, I'll send a text to you. But uh, so Jeter, his thing for the longest time was that he would just date super hot girls, mm-hmm. and then. They'd break up and he'd date a new super hot girl. And there's like this rumor that he had herpes. And yeah. it's all like or it might and that might even be herpes. It might just be the sex like like this sex like connection. Like almost like a family tree. And it's like all the people who like cheaters had sex like he had sex with uh uh Jessica Beale. Like he dated Jessica Beale and now she's married to Justin Timberlake and like it's like all these people who are like connected oh, to God. Jeter. Nobody's safe. <laughs> yeah, let me see if I can find uh, the picture and I'll send it over to you. But it's it's pretty impressive. No, it is. Yeah, a, it, I lied. It is a herpes tree. It's absolutely a herpes tree. So you know we're 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 Yankees haters here, but there's definitely a couple teams from the Yankees. You know, Babe Ruth alone. Yeah, but I feel like if that was going to happen, they would have done it already. Like I'm trying to think of more recent. So one that I I think would be 
incredibly compelling, and this is kind of the last one I have to add. It's a dual kind of one where um, you focus on the uh, match between Floyd Mayweather and uh, Conor McGregor, and you focus on each individual stories up to that point. And I feel like just Conor McGregor alone is just a personality that uh, his Love story it. is actually pretty uh, is pretty interesting. Oh, he's got a really interesting backstory. Um, and uh, Mayweather's kind of got the same backstory where he can, he came from nothing as well. And I feel like they they uh, blend themselves together really well. No, I think that could be re- told very well. Like the way mm-hmm. that, yeah, like I watched it. So it's one of those things where like, ah, I don't want to see that. that. It, the event itself wasn't great, like, but it was just a huge fucking build. But that's what I'm saying. Like the way you just pitched it, I would watch a documentary though. Absolutely. That's the uh, kind of last one to have. Uh, any uh, any more to add? Uh, I would segment? like, I mean, if we're going to stay a little bit local, kind of like the explosion of the Little League World Series. Yeah, that would actually I think be, really be cool. Because cool, like, that's like a gigantic event now. Like there's, there's money to be made. And like that would be interesting to just see how this tiny town in Pennsylvania. And that's one of those ones that I'm sure has been made. And I just don't know about it. But, like, this tiny town in PA has blown up. Uh, and then any time... I, I know they did one about the, the Ravens, like, the Baltimore Ravens and the, or the Cleveland Browns and, like, that whole thing. But any time a team changes cities... So, like... Yeah, the Colts. Yeah. Uh, the Baltimore Colts Raiders. and then becoming... Yeah, but, like, so, like, the Raiders, Chargers now, I think, will probably... Or the Rams will probably make for interesting... Yeah, the, the, the Chargers st- went from a bad fan base to an even worse fan base. I don't yeah, get it. Very true. The suit, like the Seattle SuperSonics, becoming yeah. the Oakland City, like the Oklahoma Thunder. Like Huge. I think those stories are interesting because for us, we're just like, all right, they're moving. Mm-hmm. But like for the fans who are like, I can't imagine the Flyers moving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Do you know what I, I mean? I don't think any Philly team would ever move. No, they wouldn't. But like. Seattle, they had two teams, and one yeah. of them left. And the Mariners like, just don't get any love either. What's that? The Mariners don't get any, get I, any they love. They did when they were good. Seattle. They're just not good anymore. I haven't heard of the Mariners since Ichiro Suzuki, so that's how relevant they are. I kind of forgot they were a baseball team, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> nah, her, uh, Felix Hernandez. True. The king. And then two more that I just I just thought of. The change of the Celtics after Paul Pierce with Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and then obviously the Braun, D. Wade, Chris Bosh. I feel like they could be interesting stories to tell. I'd like so to time out. Bob just sent me this herpy tree, and this is fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't see it, go Google it. We're yeah. going to post it. I'll post it on the Twitter. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, I've seen, it's impressive, and I think it's actually missing things. So, I mean, if Mariah Carey... Nick Cannon's, got, Nick Cannon's Nick on Cannon. there somewhere. Fuck Nick Cannon. Oh, man. Yeah, it's oh, it's a Cannon. very interesting uh, Derek Jeter backstory. Marky Mark, Ryan Reynolds, just to name a few. I mean, <laughs> this is bad. Fez. Yeah. Poor innocent Fez from, uh, from that, 70s, that show. 70s show. Poor guy. Which you got you to gotta figure something went down with him and Ashton Kutcher at some point. It might not be documented, <laughs> but. This is true. Um. So, which ones of which documentary of the ones we've all talked about, we talked about a lot. Which one would you like to see the most? 
Um, Phelps, I think. Because that was the one. Phelps or the Manning family? I would say Kobe. I think that'd be, that'd mean a lot, especially now going on. He's, he's gone. His daughters could speak. His wife could speak. I MJ would, could speak. I mean. I would like to see the Kobe one, but I don't want to see it just yet. I feel like people are still kind of healing from that, too. Big, like, diehard Kobe fans. Yeah. You just got to rip that band-aid off, buddy. You just got to go <laughs> for it. God, a cutthroat. Jeez. But I want to see, like, like I want to, I want to hear from his kids when they're a little bit older. That's true. You know what I, I guess mean? they're still really young. Or like uh, Sab- young. Sabrina Ionescu all... from Oregon. Like the, the, the she was the number one pick in the WNBA draft. Yeah, she's like, a giant. I'd like to see like have her play a couple years in the league mm-hmm. and then come back and be like, look, this is how much Kobe influenced me. No, I agree with you. But I I that that's prob that will be the top when it does come out. I just don't want that right now. Because I think it'll be rush. I I would like to see that like, like the last dance. Like that could be a ten part watch. Because all these people came out with these incredible Kobe stories after he passed away, that were just like like uh, Nick Young was talking about how he <clears throat> broke his finger in practice, and Kobe was saying like you're a pussy, you don't want to practice basically, <laughs> or like uh, Kevin Hart went to. Uh, I think it was a Scooty Randall camp in Philly, which is like a big basketball camp in, in the, the Philly area. And Kobe went and everybody was like trying to match up with Kobe, trying to match up with Kobe. And Kevin Hart was like, I played on, again, in a, like a, a, a scrimmage against Kobe and I did pretty well. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to the, I can go to the NBA. Like I'm, I'm on his <laughs> level. And then he goes, Scooty Randall showed up the last day of camp. And he's like, you guys are soft. You're not trying hard enough. Kobe came into this camp. And he spent the entire camp just working on his left hand. So Kobe spent that entire camp and he only played with his left hand. And that's why Ke- Kevin Kevin Hart was like, yeah, I can hang with this dude. Because he was playing <laughs> with his non-dominant hand. Like He was just a next level competitor, Kobe. And I, I would want to hear all those stories, but I, I don't want to hear them yet. Because I feel like it's too, too, too fresh for people. Yeah, I don't even think you could do all that in 10 episodes either. All the stuff. Everybody comes out with Kobe stuff. That's a, that's why time. I think it's too fresh because they were no, saying straight up people were making up Kobe stories. <laughs> Jesus, uh, and you don't want it too early because we already had a LeBron James store uh, documentary. We had more than just a game, and I haven't even seen that. And that came I out when I was that. in eighth grade. It came out like ten years ago. Um, so you, it, some time we'll definitely do it. I mean, we're talking twenty-two years since the ninety-eight team. That's true. So uh, the one that I would want to see the most, uh, uh, probably, probably the Michael Phelps one. But I would actually be really interested to see a Conor McGregor one, just because of how uh, intoxicating I find the shit that he says. Like it's fucking great. If you have a sit down, like confessional type room with Conor McGregor, the way they did with Jordan, because like they clearly filmed Jordan's aspects of that over the course of multiple days. Yeah, but I mean, if you guys thought uh, Jordan was cocky, McGregor's on another level. I oh, mean, I he already has. I don't know if you watch his Netflix thing. It's I think it's like the Notorious or something. But he's cocky as shit on that. Oh, I'm sure. And this will be another level because this was before the Floyd fight. So, but uh, I, uh, he's got a good whiskey too. Proper twelve. Yeah, proper twelve is pretty good. Funny. That's what. That's what this podcast is sponsored by, right? Proper yeah, twelve. Proper twelve and uh, Xbox. We, we really, 
And totally teased, but we really upped our game during quarantine. We did. Yeah, um, we, we came into quarantine with one local sponsor. We came out with two uh, millionaire <laughs> companies. Yeah. Totally teased keeps you dressed. Uh, Proper 12 keeps you drunk. And Xbox keeps you entertained. There yeah. we go. There you go. And uh, then just sometimes, like sometimes when you drink too much Proper 12, you rip off your, your totally teased t-shirt. <laughs> and, and you, you break your, and, your and, Xbox. And you use your Xbox to... yeah. Turn if you're anything like RP, you mess up your elbow hitting something after you lose the bob in Xbox. That was against me. Yeah. Or you like just try and mush your penis into the. Yeah, the I was gonna tray. make a porn joke and I just. And I done that. That's, I know. Well, that's why we we had an Xbox sponsor and we just lost it. Yeah, I was yeah. well, no, because it was actually a polish. It was a, it wasn't a porn. It was a polish. <laughs> the porn or polish. We've baby, done enough episodes that we have to Xbox 360 now. real quick. Yeah, I actually, Natty Light tweeted out, uh, who should we team up with? And I tweeted out, uh, and I added the podcast, but uh, they're, being, they're, they're playing shy. They're playing yeah, hard to get. Yeah, they're playing hard to get. I get it. No big deal. I'll slide in so, the DMs at some point. So we mentioned this earlier, and uh, this is a really cool thing to do. Um, kind of to wrap up our show here, uh, our guest uh, mentioned this uh, topic, and, and Brian, why don't you explain it a little bit? So I'm a big fan of part of my take. Uh, you can bleep that out if you want. Just make it bleep, bleep, bleep. Um, so they do a thing called Mount Rushmore. We can call it something cooler. Yeah, I'm good with it because Big Cat's a champ, so I'm all right with this. He is a champ, but I don't know if we'll get sued. This is a pretty big podcast. I know it's worldwide now. Well, we're just so. doing a Philly Mount Rushmore. You can't. You, you don't. They don't own Mount don't Rushmore. Own that. Yeah, they don't fucking own that. And I'm giving. We I, we're, we're appreciating Big Cat, uh, Coach Dogs, keep it going, all that stuff. Yeah. So um, I thought we should do a Philly Mount Rushmore and then last minute quick Philly Trashmore. So uh, the worst, the biggest bust in Philly. That's that's last minute. I'm not going to have good ones for that, but I like the idea of it. um, I don't know who wants to start. Uh, Um, Well, let's go through uh, each, each sports team. Uh, and uh, honorable mention. But you don't have to do each sports team. No, you don't. You don't because there's. there's, there's, I'm going to do each sports team, but for like you're not an Eagles fan, so you don't have to have an Eagle on yours. I know I could have a Philadelphia Kicks player or a Philadelphia Soul or Wings player. Philadelphia. Can I be your Mount Rushmore kicker for Philadelphia (laughs) Soul? Post that video too. Who's the uh, uh, quarterback that used to be really good for the Soul with the red hair? I forget his name. I uh, forget his name. I just remember Soul Train. It was one of the linebackers or the uh, the linemen uh, when they first started. And uh, somebody I went to school with, had, his dad had season tickets. And uh, I just remember meeting Soul Train. And this, the mascot was also called? Oh, it was a Soul Man. Soul, Soul Man. It was a Soul uh, Man. Like the old. Soul Man was the mascot. Soul yeah. Train was the like powerful D lineman that they had. Oh, and they, his name was Soul Train? Soul Man nickname. might be the pedophile of the mascot nah, of Philly, though. Nah, he's the one of his blues brother. He's the one of the very uh... touchy. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant like by appearance. By appearance, Gritty's the one that keeps you up at night. Oh yeah. Oh, Gritty, Gritty nightmares, but uh, and, and, and he beat that kid up apparently. <laughs> we can't forget the Philadelphia Union as well. So Yeah, I don't have a union player. Sorry, champ. Uh, so I Sebastian guess with... two, honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so uh, I'm gonna I'll start, and I will start with um, 
Mm. Who should I start with? Uh, I'm going to start with the Sixers. I think I have mine. I don't know that I love it, but I think I have mine. I don't love it either because I guarantee as soon as I'm done, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I should have put this person. Or I looked over this person. We're going to uh, get tweeted at by these players saying, why the fuck wasn't I on your list? But, uh, hey, dude, I'm so very... The, the Eagles is the one that's fucking me up. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, with the Sixers, and I'm going to go uh, Dr. J. I feel like it's an easy... It's layout. not easy. It's not easy. Because it's, doc, like it's, it's Dr. J or AI. I would say AI. And AI... AI, AI embodies the city i think a little bit better than dr j because he's just like a workhorse and the, right. the practice stuff i also said dr j though in your defense okay so uh i've said dr j and the other only really other argument you can make is probably ai right yeah i think i would I mean, say those two are your big ones i mean unless you want to throw up charles barkley i mean we got lovers of charles barkley but if you want to barkley I never put I don't know. You gotta he win championship. I don't think he's ready for it. Nah, he hasn't. He's he's on like the mount, like little, little baby hill. He's on the hill, Rushmore. Yeah, so he's, got, make it. he's got a sculpture down at the bottom. <laughs> we got a team. We got two players that are incredibly iconic in this city. Uh, AI well, for, for the, both of these players, but especially uh, like us, like uh, younger people. AI stomp, walk over stomp. Oh, um, Tyron Lou. Yeah. Yeah, like that, and Dr. J, just don't get on, motherfuckers. It's just, it's iconic as well. It's a, know, well, so. for me, it's not even, it's Dr. J going under the backboard. It's like the the mm-hmm. image I think yeah. of with Dr. J. But then, like, AI crosses over Michael Jordan. Like, I think I'm talking myself out of Dr. J. My problem with AI is that AI didn't finish here. And not by any fault of his own. Mm-hmm. But, like, Dr. But I mean, J... Look at the team that AI took to with the finals against oh, the Lakers. It's, it's incredible. I mean, it's terrible. It's the team. That team was god awful. Matt Geiger, I think, is on the team. Yeah, Snow, Eric Snow, Aaron. I think McKee. Aaron McKee. Aaron McKee was yep. a good player, though. I was, Kyle Aaron McKee was sixth man of the year. Kyle I like I like Aaron McKee. Temple Temple uh, basketball coach right now. Was Temple on that team? Not. He might have been on that. Yeah, I think the year they went to the finals, he he might have been. If not, he came the next year. Finger oh, no, 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 no. Great commercial, too. All right, Brian, uh, d- who are you uh, picking for your... So we're doing individual sports teams, correct? So are we doing each team, top for well, each team, and then we'll do Mount like, Rushmore? I feel like we should just do the four. That way we can agree on the four. Because if I'm fucking throwing in somebody from... No, I'm saying each of us do our own Mount Rushmore. Oh, that's what that that's what I thought we were doing. Yeah, okay, you're like, yeah, all yeah. right, we're gonna start with the Sixers. Yeah, right. no, 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 no. I just, I mean, I just, I'm starting with the Sixers. You guys can as well. I just figured. So, all right, I'm so you started. Who'd you take, Doctor J? I took Doctor J. So, give me your Mount Rushmore. Is he on your Mount Rushmore? Yeah. For all me, right, yeah. so give me your Mount Rushmore. Then we'll do it this way. Uh, uh okay. So my Mount Rushmore would be uh, Doctor J. Okay. For the Sixers. Uh, for the Eagles, I think I gotta go Brian Dawkins. You don't have to go uh, Eagles though if you don't, you don't want to. You just pick your best four in Philly. How yeah, about your Adult favorite four players, like your top four players? Okay. Well, have the adults go first. You can reevaluate your list. Bob, do you want to start? Yeah, I'll so, start. So I have Doctor J. I could interchange him with AI, but the fact that he ended up with the Nuggets. Wait, wait! I just want to say that bit. the guest just took over. <laughs> Dude, I loved yes, it. I loved every second of it, and he told me to go first, and I followed in in, in line. Like he yes, didn't sir. Question it whatsoever. Yes, 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 sir. Okay, Whatever you go. say, I like nothing matters. I, nothing yeah. matters. Nothing, nothing matters. matters. 
So I got Dr. J. Uh, there's so many people for the Phillies that I want to use, but you, I got to go Mike Schmidt. Right? Like, frankly, like if it's personal, my favorite players, Mike Schmidt's not on, on Mount Rushmore. It's like John Crocker, like Chase Utley, but like well, it's, it's your it's your Mount but I, Rushmore. no, but I'm saying like it's the it's my Mount Rushmore for like the greatest players in Philly's history or okay. in Philly history. You know what I mean? Like it's not like my personal favorites. Like nobody goes to Mount Rushmore and they're like, oh yeah, uh, Jefferson, personal favorite president of mine. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. it's just it's just isn't it starts carving in the rock to make <laughs> yeah, Jefferson. Yeah. It's like a, it's who who do I want? So or like who are the best? So like it's Schmidt. Dr. J, uh, for me, Flyers, it, it probably should be Bobby Clark, but I go Bernie Perrant just because I love Bernie Perrant. And then uh, Eagles, I'm so torn, like, back and forth. It, it could be Nick Foles. He does have a championship. It could be. I don't think there's enough rock in this world to make his dick, though. No, it could be. It could just be his dick. Uh, it could be. Fucking like one like an older player, like an early Eagles player, but for me it's it's Dawkins. Like Dawkins was he was he was the city of Philadelphia and a football player. Easily. Dude worked his ass still off. Still backs his still backs Philadelphia too yeah. to this day. The fact like I I have like when I said Dawkins in my head, I pictured him laying out Algie Crumpler in the NFC championship game that year. Which is still like he would just kill people. He would lay yeah. dudes out, but he was a leader, and he fucking just he was a worker, and yeah. So those are my four: it's Mike Schmidt, Doctor J, Bernie Perrant, and Brian Dawkins. All right, pretty good, Brian. All right, I'll do mine. Um, my number one would be I agree, Brian Dawkins. I would say AI because when I was a kid, I always tried to do the crossover. Nice. Obviously, can't perfect it. RP, um, did you Chase ever own Utley. AIs? Hmm? I, I'm sure you did, Brian, if you were an AI fan. Did you have the AI shoes? I did. RP, I did had you? a headband. I had a wristband. <laughs> I had everything, man. Did you have the armband, like the full AI armband? No, I had like a little one that yeah, went over yeah. your elbow. RP, did you ever own the a- AIs? Nope. I. It actually was... had his face in the sole, I think. So Either His face in the sole or the face in the bottom of his shoe. One of so... the two. One yeah, thing about I had me threes. I had threes. is um, even though I still am a huge nerd, when I was a kid, I was an even bigger nerd and didn't even get into sports until later uh, in life, probably about fifth grade. Chase Utley was my number uh, three. Uh, I still, to this day, remember Harry Callis saying, like, Chase Utley, you were the man. Yeah. That fake throw where he threw it a second and then threw home, get the guy out at home plate, and then... It'll, dude, that's... The, the craziest thing about that throw is that it, it takes place in a World Series game. Yeah. Like, just... The, it was like, a ballsy move, and it worked. Yeah, the ball's on him to be like, fuck this. I'm gonna, I'm going to see if I can get this dude running. And it worked, yeah. Like you said, it worked. And then, uh, number four, just Nick Foles trying to call the play in the World in the Super Bowl. Saying, uh, let's go with Philly Philly. Call the wrong play, but hey, it works. Um... And to catch the ball, because Tom Brady clearly couldn't. And I'm a biased Eagles fan, so there's two Eagles on my list. But, hey. It, Nick it Foles, it's, if Nick Foles and, and Doug Peterson didn't already have the statue outside, it, I think I would, I would consider putting Foles on. Mm-hmm. 
True. That they're memorialized in the city already. So I think Dawkins needs to have. My list, I tried to stick to people like I grew up watching. I mean, I know that's not a true Mount Rushmore, but I felt like. But it, it and it's like we can do the best in in the in the they hit sports, home. but also what's your Mount Rushmore like to you? Who are the best players in Philly to have played maybe in your lifetime or ever? It, it it's all up to interpretation. Yeah. So for me, like even though I I'd Schmidt, Doctor J, and Bernie, who I don't I didn't watch any of them play, uh, Bernie Perrant is still a big figure in the city, which I respect the shit out of, and I've met Bernie Perrant. Mm-hmm. Literally had like box tickets for a Flyers game, and he just came into the box to say what's up. That's like, cool. No, unprovoked, like unprompted. Wasn't didn't have to be in there. Just came in and was just talking to random people. And like I, I but he was also an incredible goalie, and I've seen enough about that. Doctor J, same thing. Still around, still like very visible. And I just think Mike Schmidt is non-pitcher the greatest Philly yeah. of all time. So I think he had he has to go on there. I enjoy I enjoy uh, Sundays with Schmidt for baseball. He's not great, but I, I respect like him. him. Yeah, I prefer Schmidt in like spring training. I feel like he's mm-hmm. more laid back there. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I obviously I said Doctor J, even though I didn't grow up with him or, or what have you. Uh, for for I'm gonna go even though you know I'm not an Eagles fan. Phil, the Eagles are huge in this fucking city, and it would be. Uh, bad of me as a Philadelphian to not include him, but obviously it's going to be B-Dawk. Uh, one of the best Eagles players I've ever seen play the game. One of the best uh, safeties I've ever seen play. And uh, right up there next to Troy Palomalo for me. Um, uh, then I'm going to go with Jimmy Rollins because he was the heart of that 07, that 08, and that 09 team. Um, and everyone in this city loves him. He is a, he's a hero, and unfortunately he didn't finish out here, but he didn't want to finish out here. He wanted to finish up in Oakland, where he he grew up and ended up with the White Sox, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, is that what Rollins ended up with the White Sox? He made he signed with – I think it was sure a minor league with, deal with the White Sox. He went to the, the – he, he, he signed with the minor leagues. And he's he's with the Dodgers for a little bit too, right? He If you're done with the Phillies, you go to the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> you go to California, at least. Burrow went to the Giants. Chase went to the Dodgers. Did Rollins retire a White Sox then? Uh, he might have done an honorary Philly retire. I think Rollins is one of those, like, signed for a day. Right. Because he's in the front office now. With okay. them. Uh, then I, I, I couldn't really think of a flyer besides, you know, Mike Richards. I did love Mike Richards. But I don't feel like he deserves to be on this this top team, even though he was the leader of that that 2010 team. Um, like I said, I don't really have Eagles to pick, so I'm not an Eagles fan. And it just kind of got me thinking about the Phillies because the Phillies are my favorite, you know, my favorite team in in the city. Um, and I don't want to pick somebody else from 08. Uh, there's a couple people you could go with: either Brad Lynch, Cole Hamels, J- and Ryan Howard. Um, but I think you just got to toss it back to that uh, that uh, 1980 team and Pete Rose. I mean, um, so my problem with with Pete Rose, not to shit on your team, and even Brad Lidge, because you mentioned him, is that like Brad Lidge didn't play that long ex- here. Yeah, exactly. Like they're not Philly mm-hmm. players, in my opinion. No, nah, they're not. I mean, I mean, Rose uh, is more t- so than. 
It's like Pete Rose and Steve Carlton. Because lefty's fucking... Lefty, lefty I, I respect. Yeah, I actually had written down Steve Carlton or J-Roll. Um, but thinking, like, while I was talking, like, uh, Pete Rose is my dad's favorite Philly. He's like, my ever. mom's favorite, too. Um, but probably, you know, you, you did make a good point. He was barely... A, he wasn't a Philly. Like, Pete Rose, when I think Pete Rose, I think the Reds. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, I guess Carl, I guess Steve Carlton, one of the best pitchers to ever pitch in, in Philly. Um, so, yeah, that would be mine. And um, I think they were on the honorable mentions. Um, and I guess maybe I would throw Mike Richards up there with the honorable mentions. I don't think – I think Drew makes honorable mentions before Mike Richards. Granted, Mike yeah, Richards – I would say Drew just because that one – I forget what year it was, true. but the play, playoff series where he just – Laid Sidney Crosby out after they lost the second, the first game. He just the two seconds into the game, he just lays Crosby. Oh my out. god, it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah I don't think he gets the the uh, love or um, I just think uh, respect he does. He kind of every hurts. year he's on the trading block and he still acts like nothing's going on. He's still affiliated to life. I agree. people sh- people shit on him just because he's you know. They're not. They're not seeing that he's being a leader as a captain. No, a captain. Listen, guys, I have a Mike Richards like, like plaque in my house. I love Mike Richards more than the next guy. <laughs> but as far as the Flyers the go, next guy. I don't think that he. You can put Mike Richards above Claude Drew right now. No, I agree. Like Claude Drew's yeah, been a captain for longer. Well, he's, he's he's been he's here produced more. Too. But like, he was on that 2010 team, yeah, right? Yeah, But in that moment, like in 2010, Mike Richards was the fucking Mike Richards, man. Jeff Carter, uh, 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 Briere. Prong, Pronger? Br- uh, Danny Briere. Pronger, Pronger, Pronger was, was a badass, too. Danny Pronger was like the team. Brian Dawkins of hockey. <laughs> That's a great... But he's like a St. Louis Blues guy that just played here for a few years. Until he got and uh, Umberger was—he was on that team as well. Right? R.J. Umberger oh. should have been on that team. I was a big—I was a big fan of Umberger. Uh, Hartnell was on that team. Michael Layton. Michael Layton right? was the. Or is he later? I think Michael Layton was the goalie who the goal the Let goal went the in goal. behind. Yeah. You bitch. That's a, that's a fucking like that. That's the worst way I've ever seen so anything cold. end in my life. So like, as a Philly, nobody knew it was in. Like exactly was like, as a Philly guy, right? I'd been fucked like so many times as far as sports go. As far as sports go, I had been like, I've just been so, I've gotten so depressed and so upset over sports so many times. And that was the worst one in 2000. Like, like three NFC championships in a row, they lose, then they make it to the fucking, or two in a row, and then they they win the, and then they make it to the, the Super Bowl. They lose the Super Bowl. Then the Phillies lose in 07, they win in 08, but they lose 09, 2010, 2011. But like, so we that, always say, never get your hopes up. So I had trained myself to be like, we're not going to win, we're not going to win, we're not going to win. Get let down. Exactly. Like, don't, don't heart, be man. disappointed. I trained myself during the Eagles run, the early 2000s Eagles run, to just like, you don't, they're going to lose. They're just going to lose. Like, even, so that's where I'm getting there. But so 2010 was the worst one. Because it wasn't that just that they lost; it was that I didn't even know what happened. Yeah, but like everyone was. Sh- I Patrick remember Kane's like celebrating on the shocked. ice, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you celebrating, dude? I don't, even, I don't see the puck." Yeah, I watched that game with a black so- Blackhawks fan, and I, I uh, think threatened that I was going to murder him <laughs> and his family. But so, like, so. fast forward eight years, the 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 Eagles 
final like seconds of the Super Bowl, the clock hits zero, and I'm in a house with a ton of people, and none of us celebrated because everybody Until the ball hit the ground just because you knew. No, not, you no, not even that. Like the ball hits. <laughs> it, it was probably like a five second delay. We were like the guy in a hurricane, like waiting to hear the end of what the reporter is saying to him, because <laughs> all of us were just checking the time, the score. The screen again, the time, the score. They were like, this can't be real. This can't, this isn't what actually happened. Yeah. And it literally, like, I remember looking at the time. It was like, the, the ball hits the ground. I look at the time, it was zero. I look at the score, the Eagles are winning. I look at the ground again, and I was like, oh, they're celebrating. I look at the time again. Oh, it's zero. I look at the score again. I was like, oh, the Eagles. I was like, oh, fuck, did they win? They actually did it. <laughs> like, I almost didn't let myself believe that they had won. You're like, where's the flag? You're looking for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, it was... That Eagle Super Bowl was fucking incredible. Uh, so, I'm going to lock in my honorable mention. And I think I'm going to go... Not even hockey. And I think I'm going to go with probably... Kruk. Because I fucking love John Kruk just as much as Bob does. And, and most people, even though I wasn't alive for that... Um, Krucky's the fucking man. So, that's my honorable mention. And I'm locking that in. I think my honorable mention is probably, I mean, based on who I have, I, we already talked about how AI should could be on any list. Foles could be on any list. So I'm not going to count them. I'll at least my honorable mention. Chase That's Elliott fair. embodied the city, I think. Mm-hmm. Hustle, hard work, passion. Absolutely. Easy. Brian? I'm trying to really think because my woman or uh, my Mount Rushmore is pretty money, so I'm trying to think who didn't really make that list. <laughs> to be honest with you, that's uh, toughy. Can can Rocky go on that list? Yes, he has. He has to be. Rocky so and Rocky the fanatic can go. Fine by me. Yeah. So I'll say Rocky my makes my my Mount Rushmore, Rushmore is officially just the mascots. <laughs> City of great mascots for sure. Um, but um, I would say Brad Lidge just because he went undefeated. Fifty-four. I was it fifty-four for fifty-four or fifty-one? I forget what a perfect save forty-nine. For some, I don't fucking know. He went ridiculous and he won us the World Series that we've been making for for years. I agree. Um, somebody that I always loved too, but wasn't a Philly forever and what have you, Cliffley. Well, that's, that's, and Ryan Howard, underrated. Cliff Lee's a hard pill to swallow, though, because we paid him to just live in Arkansas for three years. Yep, yep, pretty much. All right, so now moving on to the worst. Do you want to do a worst Mount Rushmore or just worst for each team? We can do, uh, we can do a worst for the four teams, and I will do Steelers instead of uh, Eagles. Oh, well, I have to edit mine then. I have to add it. Do you? Do you, you, have, well, you, do dropped, you want. Bro, you dropped a Mount, you dropped the worst Mount Rushmore on me. I wasn't ready for this. You already had one prepared. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah go you ahead. go first, and I'll, I'll figure out mine. All right. I'll start with uh, number one, Nani Asamoah. Uh, just Wait, because so just if my the... grandmother heard what I said about this guy and his family, she'd be dead in the grave. For the record, I have one name written down, and it's Nandi. That's the only thing that I wrote for my thing. Uh, my number two would be Andrew Bynum, the former Sixer one. that gets injured bowling and never plays for the Sixers. That was the. They got rid of so much too. What could have been, you know? 
Um, number three will be DeMarco Murray. So, Bob, okay. just put your pen down. Relax. You're still going. <laughs> and then um, I guess the obvious one, Markel Fultz. I had I was obsessed with him. I defended him till I was blue in the face and still nothing. So I'll lock those four in. I I still don't think I don't know that Foltz would go on my worst list. I know that but there's like, so much the people, that went wrong. Like uh, look at Jason Tatum. We traded to get above I know. them. And they weren't going to take Fultz anyway, but we made sure we got above them. The fact and that he shit on us, too. Yeah. Shit on the fans. And we supported him. You know, it's just... I I can, I understand your reasonings why he's on there. And I thought the fans were pretty good. When he scored his first... Finally scored his first points, we all got up celebrating. crazy, yeah. Yeah, I we mean, never... I don't remember booing him. I mean, every time I went to a game, he scored a point, I... Made it look like we just won a Super Bowl. I just remember being like, this dude's got to get his head back into it. He's got to figure out his shit, and then we'll put him on the court. But then he left, and he, he did get his head back into it. So, like, that's what makes me think that he wasn't did playing he? awful this year. On the Magic? Yeah. Is that where he went? Yeah, he's in the Magic. All right, so um, Namdi is my eagle. 100%. He is the eagle. Uh, other than, like, like, I could go Danny Watkins... That's not his fault that Andy redrafted him. Byron Maxwell. Uh Byron Ma- I Namdi was worse than Byron Maxwell in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, he was. Nomdi I, was I a could go like I, there's people I could say like draft wise, but I'm not gonna blame them. I could I could go Nelson Aguilar, but he did perform in the Super Bowl too. So yeah. like, Nam Namdi is my eagle. Um, Flyers, it's Ilya Brzezgalov. Yeah. No, no questions asked. Like that's my scumbag flyer. Um. Phillies, I'm torn. So I'll come back to that. Sixers, I go Evan Turner. I know he was drafted. Ooh, yes. But I, he just, one. like, he he's still just, like, scraping around in the league. But it's I, he was a second pick yeah, overall, I think. Yeah, and I, don't, I, think I haven't looked to see who they took behind him, but I'm going to look it up want, right now. I don't want to. I'm scared. I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a, a plethora of great players. So... While I'm looking this up, so, I like Devin Turner. Actually, I actually have his jersey. Got it for five dollars at uh, Bodell's. I told you everything, left. everything you needed to know right there. Yep. Got it for five dollars. So, All right. So the 2010 NBA draft, which is the year that Evan Turner was drafted. Um. There's a dude who went to the Celtics above him that was really good. No, it's or a Wizards. John Wall is the first pick in that draft. Yikes. Well, no, he's he's before Evan Turner. We didn't get we we weren't getting John. Oh, okay, okay. Um, when did Evan Turner go? He was two. Number we picked two. him second. Yeah, from Ohio State. So it's uh, Derek Favors, Wesley Johnson, Demarcus Cousins. Who did the Celtics take? Gordon Hayward. Oh. Paul George is in that draft. Big uh, Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe is in that draft. It's actually a great draft. There's some solid players in there, though. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying, like, if, if like Paul George was taking 10th overall, we had the second pick. Yeah. I remember I, liking Evan Turner at Ohio State. Like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but he, like, broke his back or something trying to well, dunk. Well, the Sixers uh, he also that like where a, they draft people that get hurt. So. Yeah, he yeah. also sounded like a Muppet, which I wasn't a fan of. <laughs> um, that 
I was a Doug Collins Sixers. I did like the Doug Collins. So then Phillies is where Doug I'm Collins. torn. Phillies, it's either Adam Eaton. Dude, that's who I was fucking thinking. Too. Or or he Jay Garcia that same year. He's a little bit younger for you, uh, RP Scott Rowland. Yeah, I remember Scott Rowland. Oh, I love Scott Rowland. But he Scott Rowland like left. He hates the fans. Scott Rowland left. Does, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I met him. He was pretty cool. Like that's why Scott yeah. Rowland came in afterwards. Adam Eaton, I fucking still hate to this day. So I think Adam Eaton's my pick. But like, I, I hate was, Adam Eaton too. Like I, because I was still young when Scott Rowland left too. It, but it was like ingrained in me that when Scott they said Scott Rowland's name when he played for the Cardinals, I had to boo. Yep. Like even yeah. if I didn't know why I was doing it, it was just like, yeah, fuck this dude. <laughs> who was um, that RP? Who was that guy last year for the Phillies closer? Every time he came in, we boo. Hector Neres. There yeah. he is. Yeah. Yep. Hate him. Um, so my my four worst would probably be or flop. I'm gonna go with the Steelers first. There's a couple first round picks that suck. You know, you got Artie Burns, you got Jarvis Jones, uh, but I'm gonna go with this wide receiver from around 2008 named Lima Sweet. Big tall guy. Um, I forget where he came from. Fast an, as hell. Is he an early pick? Catch. Uh, yeah, I think he was like one of their first round picks, like one of the first couple round picks. Uh, he was a big big target wide receiver for Big Ben to throw to. And every time the ball was thrown to him, he dropped it. What was his I name? Remember Limus Sweet. Um, Sweet. I remember in the like, AFC man. Championship game against the uh, Baltimore Ravens, he was wide open. Big Ben hit him right in the hands, and it just it dropped right out of his fingertips. It's the worst uh, place to hit a guy, though. In the hands, dude. Well, dude. it was like it was a chest, like it was a. It was on the run of hey, the eight ball. Limus Sweet won a Super Bowl. With the Steelers, yeah, he was yeah. on that Texas team. Texas Longhorn. He was a track star in high school. He was a second round pick. Yeah, he's a tall. He was tall and he was fast. He's six that. four. Yeah, I just remember him being tall. He was a track. He was a, yeah. He was fourth. Uh, I think in the state in Texas hmm. in the hundred and ten um, meter hurdles. So yeah, he was fast for sure. Um, then I'm going to go to the, to the Phillies. Uh, like we said, there's a bunch we can throw in there. Um, even Jake Arrieta, um, if we wanted to. He's still uh, playing, though. He still has a chance. He can turn I'm going to go with Jonathan Papelbon. Big-time flop coming Ooh, from the right time. Douchebag. Flop and an asshole. Yeah, it's not, just, you, it's not just being bad. It's being bad with a bad attitude. That's what gets yeah. you on, yeah. on the bad list. Like Spencer Halls wasn't great, but... Seemed like I, a decent guy. I, yeah, I love Spencer Halls. Um, uh, for my sixer, um, and I hate it. Okafor, Jahil Okafor. Ah, uh, okay. Big time flop. I hated that pick. But again, uh, Jahil Okafor, Okafor has played well away from us. Mm-hmm. Unless he yeah. plays Embiid, though. Embiid owns him. Well, Anytime Embiid, Embiid plays him, Embiid, Embiid should him. own every center in the league. If That's he wanted true. to. Um, and then uh, the last one. Um, I mean, I did watch it. Uh, Namdi, I had my Philly, I had my Sixer. Uh, you don't have a you don't have a flyer, but you're not a big Flyers guy either. I'm not a huge Flyers fan, but um, it's always the goalies would flop. Whatever, like Ray Emery kind of flopped. Um, He's dead though. Yeah, so but you give him respect. Yeah. Um, he was also back into his career when he came here. I think he was more of a mentor type situation. That's Flyers, the, like the the not, uh, like if you're gonna go anti Mount Rushmore, it's more like GMs. 
Sure. Because like you, tra- you traded, you traded away fucking. No, I'm saying for the Flyers, you uh, traded yeah. away Bobrovsky to invest mm-hmm. in Brzezgalov, who sucked. Bobrovsky's now one of the better goalies in the league. Like there's like a lot going on with the Flyers, where you can't really blame the players if they weren't good and got traded away. Mm-hmm. Real fast. My, my big one would be Chip Kelly. Yeah, yeah I, I was gonna say real fast. Who's your biggest Philly villain? That's not like a man. Like Sidney Crosby's too easy. Yeah. Like mine, for example. Like I'm, I want like undercover Philly vil- villain Cody Ross. Jason Worth. I don't consider him a villain though. Cody Ross, I want to fucking fight. Oh, I fucking hate Cody Ross, man. That's what I'm saying. Like a dude Fuck that like that you dude. just fucking you hate because they are good against this team. Like Spencer Dinwiddie for the 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 Nets lately just kills the Sixers. There's a ton. Of uh, players that fucking kill the Phillies every time we play them. Yeah, but Cody um, Ross did it twice in the playoffs. That's I know. what pisses Fuck me it. off I about Cody that. Ross. Fucking Giants. Fuck him. This is tough. Rondé Barber. Yes. I fucking hate the him. Cowboys running back. No, that's that was Peyton Barber. Rondé Barber was the quarterback oh, no, 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 for, for the box. Yeah. For safety. Yeah. He's Good call. Picked us off in the. That was Marion Barber. Yeah. Picked us off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, picked us off in the NFC Championship that year. And they open the link and they seal the game with him picking off Donovan McNabb to end the game. Honorable mention right there, Donovan McNabb for Rushmore. I like him. Donovan McNabb is a great quarterback. Wasn't bad. No, I don't have anything bad to say about Donovan McNabb on the field. Philly villain. That's a tough one. That's tough because there's a lot. Um, Do four real fast. Run run through four. Buster Posey. Cause I fucking hate that guy. I did. It's the San Francisco Giants. The Giants. It is a lot of Giants. I have our number them. right now. But like, uh, uh, like Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin's obvious. It's obvious. That's a that's a rivalry too. Uh, I never hated Tony Romo to be honest. I hated the Cowboys, but I never hated Tony Romo. I hate uh, Ezekiel uh, Elliott. Uh, what yeah, about Odell? Toxic. Uh, yeah, nah, that I mean, doesn't bother me. Yeah, he never did anything against us. I mean, he he had good games, but he never like went like he didn't. If they if he made that catch against, I think that was against the Giants. Mm-hmm. If he had done uh, it against Giants, Cowboys, yeah, yeah, I think if he had done it, oh yeah, it's, yeah, he played for the Giants. I think I was gonna say, but if he had done that against the Eagles, I'd probably fucking hate him. Uh, what about like I'm trying to think like the rivalry like in Phillies with the Phillies. I would say. Former Bryce Harper. Yeah, Bryce, Bryce, Bryce Harper. Harper used to fucking kill. But the thing about Bryce Harper is I always used to say I fucking hate him, but if he came and he, he played for the Phillies, I would Yeah, he him. was always yeah. – like, I used to say that about David Wright. Yeah, David like, Wright. I hated same David way. Wright, but if he played for us, I'd love him. Ryan Zimmerman, same too. He used to, the third baseman. Uh, Marlins, I don't really have a guy. I, I used to – Jose Reyes. <laughs> Don, yeah, I was going to say Jose Reyes, but – Chipper Don, Jones. Chipper Jones Fucking was Chipper yeah, Jones. Chipper Jones is a good one. Dontrell Willis, but they did play for us, and he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think of like a and, uh, J- um, J- was it Jason Bourne? Uh, remember the center fielder Bourne? Uh, Jason, Jason Bourne, Bourne is definitely from identity. Yeah. Uh, it, fucking what was his name? Michael he, Bourne. Michael Bourne. He sucked. We he tra- was a bunner and and. Getting on base with a bunt. Yeah, we then traded he goes him to the, the Braves. And they, no, we, the Braves that's, and the we traded him to the Astros. So, for people outside of Philadelphia, there's collusion 
and I know this for a fact, but I just haven't been able to prove it yet. Ed Wade. <laughs> He's building up a case. Ed Wade stops being the GM for the Phillies and starts being the GM for the Astros. And then for like four years, the only team the Phillies ever trade with is the <laughs> Astros. And they get like Roy Oswalt. They get like, like, like they just get these stud players from the Astros. Uh, Hunter Pence. Hunter Pence. And oh, what could have been? I, I like Hunter Pence a lot. I had a Hunter Pence jersey that I confirmed. Yeah, but then that motherfucker. Did he beat us with the Giants or no? Yeah. I think he did. Yeah. Fuck him. So there's a lot. Uh, So I guess mine would be. uh, I forgot his name already. Do you have a Sixers villain? Okafor? Okafor? Oh, for my. For for hated. Uh, Yeah. yeah. I don't think we've had a Sixers villain. No, because everybody that leaves here leaves on good terms. No, because he's the guy that kills us. We like. Um, uh, Fucking. I know one, and he's um, still a villain now while he's on the team. Um, Hartford, Horford, Al Horford killed the Sixers with the Celtics, and then he came to the team and one. killed the Sixers from the inside. Yeah, my one, my our one friend, uh, his buddy <laughs> calls Al Horford the sleeper cell all the time. Like yeah, he, for the six, he for thinks the he's still te- technically when, playing when for the we Celtics. Went to that game, what was his name? Crusty Al. Crusty Crusty Al. Uh, so I think that's a good Philly villain to wrap up with because he's still on the team. Yeah, Krusty Al, who's on the, on the Sixers currently. <laughs> um, I think that's all I got. Um, any guy, thing you guys want to add before we, we kind of wrap this up? Nah, I mean, stay safe. Have fun. Yeah, I mean, this could have easily been like a four-hour podcast. Yeah, Easy. Pe- peace and love. Uh, we might have to bring you back, Brian, for an uh, in-studio uh, episode where we just do some more Philly sports. Yeah, I'm because... a big, big fan of Brian taking charge that one that one point. Some, somebody had to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's anarchy, man. It's anarchy. Um, Brian, we want to thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, it is a uh, long time in the making, and I'm finally glad to have you on. Uh, one of our big supporters, uh, always promoting the pod, always listening. And we always appreciate it. Anything to, to plug before you go? Anything you want to add? Anything that you've been really enjoying and want to share with uh, the Recordiacs out there? Just my boy Jack and Totally Tease. There you go. Get yeah. your t shirt needs. Yeah. Uh, things, plug at the end of the episode. things are opening up. You need t shirts again. Summer oh, time, you maybe. can uh, plug my brewery. I'm starting to brew beer. Uh, <laughs> so started, you did uh, sending make, me money. You did and, make uh, your first beer. I and did. what did you what and what was it? What kind of beer? It was a uh, pale ale. And what did you name it? I didn't. So have your Recordiac. Was uh, it good? Yeah, well, send in your names or call it the Recordiac. All right, Not, that's done. You can go. put it on on taps. Look at us. Let's We're go. Rowing. Uh, and Bob, anything to plug before we go? Uh, now nah, I'm watching like old shows, so I'm not really gonna plug anything right now. If you want to just get really depressed and like uncomfortable. The uh, the the Epstein documentary on Netflix is really yeah, fucked up. Yeah, I heard up, that's fucking but, uh, wild. Um, so yeah, Brian, uh, we'll definitely have you back. One, uh, one thing I things... do want to add, real fast, RP, if any of the things that we talked about are actually documentaries, I know I said this earlier. Let us know because I have nothing better to do, and I'll watch a bunch of documentaries. I wanted to yes. watch the Lance Armstrong one. I haven't yet, but I will. And then I yeah, know. Same here. By the time this comes out, the uh. The Bruce Lee and I think the Sosa and McGuire one will both have been out, and I'm definitely going to watch those. But yeah, they look good. Lance Armstrong, I was, was the least of my concerns with those. 
Nobody likes to cheat. Yeah, same here. Um, uh, yeah, and the, the one thing I have, I started watching uh, Clone Wars, the cartoon on Disney+. Plus. Star Wars fans out there, it's pretty cool. There's only eight episodes a season. Uh, check it out, because what else are you doing? As always, we plug Scrubs. Yeah, uh, Scrubs yeah, podcast, say, go, uh, real, real doctor, or fake doctors, real friends, always. Uh, yeah, I just want to thank you again, Brian. Uh, it was a pleasure. And, it's been an uh, honor. And remember to uh, rate, like, and subscribe to us on all uh, platforms. And we are now on iHeartRadio podcast as well. Um, I made it. We're not just going to Spotify because we're not that uppity, you know? Yeah, we're not. We're not Joe Rogan. Yeah, but once we, ca- once we start making that money, who knows? <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Six.